so it's 1996 and I'm, I'm home and my mom just gets home and she's sharing a story with me and my sister. She was on her way home from work and um, she sees something, a little cat, right, across uh, the street and go into the grass. And it's kind of dark and uh, cold and rainy, you know, like most stories are told. And she she jumps out of the car, sees sees the little kitten in the in the grass, and she puts her hands out, and the kitten without a heart, I mean doesn't miss a heartbeat. She just jumps right, or he jumps right into my mom's hands. This little kitten, and she shows it to us after telling us a story, and it's adorable. It's a black and white kitten, and it's meowing a little bit. They just got done cleaning it. And, um, you know, it's just, oh, man, I'm, I'm in second grade at this time. I'm about eight years old. I got my little eight-year-old boy hands, and I put them out, and the kitten is put into my hands in, like, a puzzle piece. It just fits perfectly in the palm of my hands, both, both of my hands together, right? And I'm just, like, my heartstrings, man. I'm just completely just, I've fallen in love with this kitten in seconds, and... I, I'm looking at it like, oh, so adorable. So anyway, they're like, okay, you, you, this is your cat because your sister has a cat named Whiskers and Whiskers was like part tomcat. So it was kind of mean and it was like orange and, and, and like a little big and and uh, she can handle it because that was like my sister's personality. But not me, man. I was a wimp. I'm just being real. I was a wimpy kid and uh, I was a little scared of Whiskers. Like, I would try to be cool with Whiskers, but me and Whiskers were on these weird, like, we're only cool with each other because of the, my sister, man. You know, like, I don't know. I just didn't have that relationship. So, so this cat, this kitten, this black and white kitten is going to be my cat. So I needed to name it. That's a lot of pressure for a little kid, man. So I'm like, what am I going to name this kitten? And... Um, I'm thinking, and you know, it's 1996, so you know what's big in 1996 for a second grade eight-year-old boy. Dexter's Laboratory is what's big. You know what I'm saying? Cartoon Network, Dexter's Lab. So, of course, obviously, I named the cat Dexter. And um, I don't know if anyone else was excited about that name, but I didn't care. It's my cat. It's I'm naming it Dexter. So, me and Dexter are the best of friends. And I looked forward to coming home, and De- Dexter looked forward to me coming home, slept in my bed, hung out with me in my room, and me and Dexter just love each other, and we're going to live together for the rest of our lives happily ever after, right? So, uh, two plus years later, I'm in fourth grade now, or fifth grade, I think, and um, I walk home, I'm ready to see my cat, and there's Dexter laying on its side on a towel in the front dining room of our bed of our house and i i I, something's not right i can tell something's not right and uh, my dad's there he looks pretty upset like he looks he looks like angry almost and my my mom's there looks super distraught and sad and she's like watching this unfold like my she can see the feelings in my face like what's wrong with my cat and um i I, it's it's all kind of hazy they, they didn't really know, but I remember them saying they were trying to call the vet or something. And, and you know, the thing is, I feel for my parents because it was probably really expensive to get this cat uh, taken care of and, in, in, in you know, fast. And on top of that, it, you know, I wasn't even sure what was going on with it. But you can tell by looking at it, he was fading fast. 
and he's barely breathing he's not moving his paws he's not meowing he's not moving his neck he's not even really moving his eyes much he's just kind of there and his breathing is so slow and 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 harsh and man my cat's dying right in front of me you know so i take my backpack off i I go in my room and i had to do something i remember having to go somewhere do something I, i don't remember what but it was it was quick, and I'm like, oh, I hope Dexter's gonna be okay. And uh, there, I don't remember what I did, but I do remember that I wasn't there when Dexter died. So Dexter passes away, um, and I'm I am traumatized. I'm absolutely floored by this event. I'm just so depressed and distraught, and I'm crying and crying in my room, and why, why, and I'm just so sad, right, I'm in my room crying, and I get up, finally, after just sobbing my life away, and I'm trying to dry my eyes, and I, I go to my best friend's house, which is a couple houses down, and I knock on the door, and this is pretty common, and uh, for me to just come over and hang out, so he opens the door, and he's like, hey, what's going on, and he sees something's not right, and he's is everything okay? And I'm, man, man my, my cat died, man. Dexter? Yeah, man. Dexter's dead. And you're just kind of there. It's like, oh, man. And we're just quiet. You want to come upstairs and play video games? Yeah, I want to go upstairs and play video games, man. My cat died. Like, obviously. So I go upstairs and I play video games because I'm depressed. So, um... That, you know, that's what I did. And so back, go back about a year and a half ago, uh, like 1997 or so, um, we had gotten a puppy. And I believe I was in like in second or third grade when we got the puppy. I might be off on this, but it was around the same time frame. And um, now uh, we got this puppy and they were gonna be it was like half labrador i remember that and it was so it was like somewhere between seven to ten months and you know we were gonna have this new puppy now and then and guess what i get to name it again because um i don't know why but they were gonna let me name it and you guys all know i'm I, i'm not creative you know i i named my cat dexter so that was like the extent of my creativity so the 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 dog was all black so I, I named it Blackie. I mean, that was the best I can come up with at that moment. So, I mean, it's a lot of pressure, man. A little kid to name a, name a, a pet. That's, I mean, I, it was, I was falling under pressure. Anyway, so I named it Blackie. Now, um, to go even further back, when I was like in first grade, when we did that at an apartment, before we moved into the house and got all these pets, at the apartment complex, I have vivid memories um, walking around the apartments now remember this was this would have been early 90s so this would have been the time frame where like uh someone like me a first grader or a kindergartner like you know you would send like a kid like me to go across the street barefoot to like the grocery store like the the gas station and order a pack of cigarettes you know that's just how long ago that was it's different times so I was just like, you know, walking around the apartment complex doing my thing, right? Just being tough and whatnot. I was a super wimpy kid. But my sister would hang out with me and she would hang out with me. He's probably protecting me, watching over me. I was a freaking kid. So anyway, we would be walking around and um, yeah, I'd get attacked by dogs, man. I was a tiny wimpy kid. I was tiny. 
and a small frame, just little boy. And I, I remember vivid memories running away from these playful dogs that looked like dragons, like just, I mean, just straight up mythological beasts chasing me down, trying to kill me and eat me and feed me to my, their families. You know, that that's, that's, I was a small kid, you know. So I'd get attacked, and I remember these dogs like nipping at my shoulders, and and they would jump on me, man. And I would I would not fight. I'd just give in immediately. Like I'd be there and just ah, just fall, like die on the ground, just fall down, and the dog would just be playing and licking or biting, whatever. And you know, my big sister would be get off my brother, you know, like getting him off of me, and um, and I'd just be there, all pathetic, you know. And it was a very sad part of my life. So it was it was really traumatic and I was traumatized and scared of dogs. So when I got Blackie, um, I was trying to I, I, I kind of put two and two together like, hey, maybe this is what's going to heal me. Right. This is going to make me think different of dogs. So the next day after getting Blackie it was a weekend. And I remember because my parents were crashed out. They were just wiped tired. I got up all early by myself because that's what you do when you're a little kid. And I got up real early and I I go to let Blackie in, right? He's outside in the back patio and, I, and he sees me, he's whimpering and I already know like, yeah, man, you want to come inside and play? I got you, man. So I open the back patio door. He comes in. I'm all excited. Like, all right, I snuck him in. We're going to play and we're in the living room. And then he goes towards the kitchen and there's a trash can there. And I know better. I know he shouldn't be in there. And he's sniffing around and sure enough, he finds an ice cream wrapper and you know uh i i know better so i go up to blackie no no and i take it away from him and and i'll always remember it man blackie like stone cold man he he's he's looking at the ground right after i took that wrapper out of his mouth and he he kind of cocks his head you know to the side and looks at me gives me like the rock's eyebrow and stares me down like what are is your problem you know like he's like He's livid, right? And he starts to growl. And all that dog trauma immediately is just like running in my head. I am terrified. And Blackie lunges at me, man. He's barking and he's like biting at my ear, my shoulder. And just like, you know, he's like, and I just like, I, oh man, I just give in and cower so fast and fall to the ground. And I'm crying. And Blackie, I mean, he beat me up for that ice cream wrapper, man. He won. He won. It was his. His reward was that wrapper. He's whatever he's doing to it. He's he's chewing it or whatever. I don't know. I'm I, all I see is black, right? I'm dead on the ground, like just fetal position, crying. Like, and, and then, then this dog has the audacity to come up to me wagging his tail and all happy and licking the tears off my face like he didn't just try to kill me and i'm i'm there just like what how you know and so i'm oh man i'm 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 traumatized so i get up slowly and he's licking me and playful and i'm like no leave me alone you know and and so i i I walk him to the patio door and I see my opportunity. I open the door and he runs out thinking I'm going to run behind him. And I close the door. Like, ha, hey, I got you. That's right. You killer dog. Stay out there. And so I I go back inside or I'm, I'm in the living room and I make my way to my parents' room. And now all of a sudden I had this loser's limp, this real pathetic, like whiny victim, like, oh, 
and I, I go to the room and I my dad's crashed out. I go to his side and you know how kids do. You know how it is. They go up and they use that real soft voice, right? But I'm I'm whiny too because I'm all victimized, right? So I like go to his side of the bed. I'm like, Dad, I went black again. You know, and I'm like crying, and my dad's just like, oh, you should you shouldn't have let the dog in. Just leave him alone. Okay. You know, and I just like make my way back to my room, and I'm, you know, I'm I'm traumatized. I hate this dog now, but. This is when Dexter's still alive. So my fallback, of course, is Dexter. Because Dexter was comforting, took care of me. And, you know, I felt like, you know what, Dexter, I got you. And now Dexter's dead. You know, going fast forwarding to where where I was at. And, and I'm so depressed. Because I don't like Blackie. I try to enjoy Blackie. Every now and then we have moments, right? But Blackie was just, he was so hyper and he grew and got big and bigger and bigger. And I, I got smaller for some reason. I was just really wimpy, man. I was a little wimpy kid in my childhood. You know, I was just tiny. And so, um, I, I yeah, man, I couldn't, I couldn't hang out with that dog, you know. So uh, I tried. I tried. I really did. But I just couldn't. So anyway, <laughs> what ends up happening is um, we they try to replace Dexter, right? They, my parents... God love them. They try to replace Dexter, but you can't replace Dexter, man. Like Dexter was had a special place in my heart and it was stripped from me. For the record, if you haven't been able to tell already, this is the origin story. This is my origin story, man. This is how I turn into the superhero I am today, right? So um, this is like all the tragedy I went through. So this cat was stripped from me and now they try to replace it. And with this gray cat. And of course, I'm in charge of naming it. So what do I name it? Smokey. Because it's like gray smoke, right? Like that's... I'm not good at naming cats or pets, okay? So so that was the name. And um, I was expecting or hoping to have the same Dexter-Rob relationship. And that was not there. So what ended up happening is... Uh, it was like Calvin and Hobbes. In Calvin and Hobbes comics, when Calvin came home, Hobbes would jump him, you know, just straight tackle him and they would wrestle and Calvin would be all like breathing heavy, like, oh my gosh. And Hobbes was like, you know, cracking up from it, right? Like he got off to, he, he enjoyed beating up Calvin when he got home. And that was Smokey and Rob. That's what happened, man. That was our relationship. I'd come home, I was Calvin and he was Hobbes and Smokey would chase me to my room and and scratch and meow at the back of my legs and jump on my backpack i would have to like leave my backpack like as a like uh you know like sacrifice my backpack to the cat so i can try to make it to my room and by the time he found out it wasn't me that the backpack wasn't my body to chew on he would chase me and all the matter and i had to slam the door and i breathe all hard i was like calvin breathing all hard for my life man and uh, I was horrified of Smokey when I got home. And the thing is, I, that was me, right? I was all scared. Well, my dad, my dad cracking up, man. My dad would laugh so hard when he would watch Smokey chase me down to my room. And you know what? I, I, I agree with that. I'm pretty sure it looked hilarious. You know, it was probably ridiculously funny to watch. But for me at that age, when because I was the victim in this story, 
I was traumatized. So I started to gain like a bitterness and like a hatred towards pets. I started to no longer like pets anymore. I'm like, no, I don't want, I don't, yeah. you know, I just, Dexter's dead and Blackie couldn't fill that void. So I don't want pets anymore, you know, and <coughs> Whiskers is scary like my sister and Smokey just wants to eat my legs. No, I don't want, I don't want it. So anyway, fast forward to today, 2021, I'm a dad, I got three adorable little girls and an adorable looking wife that they all get it from and they of course want pets. I do not want a family pet, dang it, I don't want pets and um, when me and my wife, before we were pregnant, before we had our kids, we tried to get cats and what did we get? Kittens, because that was my comfort pet, you know? Like that's like where where I can try to work with with a kitten because I went through it before as a child. And so so we got three kittens, we went big, and I'm trying to watch these kittens and we fall in love with them and then we get pregnant. And when we got pregnant with our firstborn, we read like every first parent, you know, they're reading about what's okay and not okay and we happen to read something and so you know how it is when you're a first parent man everything kills you right everything's like fatal like oh don't do this when you're pregnant because you could die and like that's i don't know what we read but something was there where we found out like it's not good to have i guess the kitty litter i don't know either way we got rid of the cats and i wasn't i wasn't all distraught it was like you know i like the cat sure but i'm like yeah whatever i don't care you know so um so i'm gonna say something it might offend people and i don't care because it's true um, it's my own factoid, but, you know, uh, no, no, not parents, <laughs> pets, domesticated animals, animals in general, they don't have souls, all right? They, they may share, like, familiar feelings and emotions and show some sort, but hey, listen, don't feed your pet for a month and watch how they treat you. They'll try to eat you alive, you know, like, they don't care about you, man, they don't, there is no love, it's just, uh, you're their, you're their weight of food, and that's it. But they have no souls, man. Look them in the eye. You know what I'm talking about. Those soulless creatures. So I don't care for pets or animals, man. I'm not an animal or a pet person. And um, I'm not going to get a pet. So I'm at work, right? And Mary Grace, you know, my wife, what does she do? What does she do? She sends me messages of this cat. And she's, she's giving me... Uh, it's a tactic that I think she normally I would say my my youngest child got this from my wife but I actually think my wife may have got this from my youngest child when she saw how well it worked and what it is is I could be doing some working whatever right my smallest one will come in and you know like oh daddy can I do this and I don't know what she's saying but I'm like you know what absolutely hun you know go tell your mom that daddy said it's okay because you're just so adorable and like that's that's how she gets a lot you know i don't spoil her but i do but i don't and so my wife i feel like she she knows that tactic right she knows how to do that and i'm at work i'm sweating i'm working my butt off and i'm just, just there doing my thing and i'm getting these messages about a cat i don't care about a cat i don't care 
And I'm looking at it, and she's like, oh, it's regal looking. It looks royal. And look at this kitty. And, you know, it's a good looking cat. But I don't want it. I don't want the cat. I don't want it. I want anything to do with it. No. So after work, there I am, right? I'm in line to pick up this cat. And I, I man, I, you know, everything in me is like waiting for something to happen to, for them to be like, oh, yeah, it's not going to work. But no, I mean, it was super easy. Just threw the cat in my truck. And I'm like, here we go. And I brought it home. And, and it, was, it was stinking of a great, friendly cat, you know? Like, it was perfect with the kids. And it's like this real chill cat, like not stupid, overly energetic. And, and like, it's, it's a great cat and I hate it. And it's just, it's such a good cat. And I, you know, and, and we have it. And, um, and I, I, you know, I clean its litter and stuff and feed it. And it's, yeah, we got a cat. And so, um, recently, uh, I got thrown onto me. And I say that loosely, but I kind of mean it. When I had someone approach me and say, "Hey, you know, what would do you look? Do you want a dog?" And I'm like, "No, no, I, I have no interest in a dog." But I'm too honest sometimes. And what do I say? I don't want a dog, but my wife, my children, you know, they might want one. And I guess I'll ask. I'll see what they say. Why? Why do I do that? I did. And of course, they're ecstatic, and I'm like, "Nah, we don't need a dog, and I don't want a dog, and blah blah blah." So there I was, right? Um, my friend was dropping off the dog in my house, and then we get the dog, and you know, God bless this family, I love them, but you know, they didn't give us jack. Like the dog didn't come with nothing, no food, no, no bed, no nothing, man. So I'm spending all this money on this dog, this dumb dog, man, and it's like nine months old. It's like it's a puppy. And she's a beautiful dog, man. I mean, it's, it's she's happy all the time and and energetic and you know it's just a good puppy. And I hate her, you know. I just can't stand it. And um, and I gotta wake up and and, and uh, take it outside. And it, it's a puppy, so that means what that means is I can't, um, you know, just uh, I can't um, just let it out because it doesn't know any better. So what does it do? Well. If I let it out, it, it won't use the restroom and eat or drink or nothing. It'll just be there and hang, hang out at the door. So I have to go outside with it. And then while I'm outside with it, uh, then it'll use the restroom and, and eat and drink and all that other stuff. But if I don't do that, you know, it's not going to do anything. And it's, geez, Louise. I mean, it's just trying to inconvenience me. Ah. <sighs> So yeah, I'm you know, I got this dog and this cat and um I'm going to take care of them because I love my family. I don't I don't love the dog, you know. I don't I don't. Like the other night my wife was coming in being all cutesy, right? Like, "Oh, I love you." And the dog's just there wagging its tail. And I outwardly say like, "Well, I don't love that dog." And then she's still talking to the dog and she's like, "Oh, she's going to learn to love he's going to learn to love you." And I'm like, "No, no, I'm not because that dog has no soul. I don't care. I don't care. I don't like the dog, okay? I love you. I love the kids. I don't like the dog." I, I take care of the dog as an expression of love. It's like work, you know, like, yeah, I guess I enjoy work to an extent. But still, I work out of love, you know what I mean? Like, I'm bringing in money and income for you guys because I love you guys. So that's what this dog is. I'm working to show my expression of love. 
I don't like the dog, man. You know the Bible has a scripture that says beware of dogs. I mean, that that has to go for something, man. I mean, I just oh, I don't like animals. I don't want them. And but I got them. I got them. I'm taking care of them, man. You know? Taking care of them. Probably going to grow old with these dang pets. These dang pets, man. So, I'm not going to do anything to the pets. I'm going to take care of them. And I won't, you know, get rid of them. Like, if they're going to ask me, I'll be like, no, you love the pet. We'll keep the dog and the cat. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll take care of them. But if you want a dog, man, I will drop this dog in seconds. Let me know. Show any slight bit of interest. I'll give you the dog. No problem. You can have everything. I bought a bed and toys. I got food, like half a bag at least. That's it's a few weeks at least, or maybe a couple weeks worth of food. Bowls. You can have it, man. But you know, just how did I end up with this dog and this cat, man? Man, I love my family. All these. I I don't like pets.